today's modern age, does age even matter? Introducing Ana Martinez, JD, Jesse, and me, Ana Soriano, and we will be discussing the topics for today. And we're the juniors. So, guys, do you think it's better to date someone that is younger or older than you? What do you think, Jesse? I think that nowadays dating is kind of a touchy subject because of how people make it seem. Mm -hmm. Like, a person could be... Um, a person could be dating someone that's, like, younger than his age, and it could, like, be considered something that's bad, and yet a girl can be dating someone older than her, and it can be like, oh, that's all right. So you think gender matters a lot? So, like, like, yes, this? I think in some point gender will play into how this fall. And not really. What do you think, Onaes? Do you think gender matters in this whole thing? Gender matters? Yeah, like if like it's okay. Like, at some point, gender is going to matter. There's no stopping that. Yeah, yeah. To some people, gender does matter. Oh, um, okay, what about you, dating? What do you think? Do you think gender is going to matter when it comes to dating? In modern society, gender does not really count at all. So, you think it doesn't matter? Not really. How so? Because, like, put it this, this, put it, put it this way. Like, if someone is comfortable with their sexuality and their own gender, the race, then they're going to try, try to go for the opposite race, opposite race, or I mean, opposite gender, race, or um, qualities that they, they want. Mm -hmm. But, most people actually go for someone older, younger, or even try to be wiser or dumber. Okay, so what do you guys think about the consent? Like, what if the both parties consent to being together? Well, and I don't think that there's necessarily anything wrong with it. Yeah. So because, as long as both Because both of them are saying that they're okay with whatever happens. Mm -hmm. That they take responsibility for whatever happens. Okay, do you think the decisions that the people make are going to impact their future? Yes. Yes. 100%. <laughs> Can you give me an example of how, J.D.? Um, it's going to impact the future by pregnancy. Uh, well, that's one of them, and like a couple of other ones, such as uh, dropping out. Um, having getting a job, trying to support that the one love that you have, or um, uh, depression. Like say y'all say that they break up or something like that. Yeah, yeah. You'll be broken because of depending on how long they've been together. Okay, and what can you guys tell me of how this affects mental health and how people? Well, some people, some people, they um, they. They after they break up, they they um somewhat lose their mind. Like they're not the same person. Like, some people will like have mental breakdowns, or some people just might not care. So do you think uh, do you think this affects how people make their goals as well? No, um, 
Wait, how it affects their goal? Yeah, like if you're dating someone younger than yourself or older than yourself, is it going to affect how you make your decisions, like goals? Well, it, well, it can and cannot. Because let's say you date somebody childish, not mature, and um, you're not, you're the really mature type. That, like, mix isn't going to work well, and stuff isn't going to go well. Um, yeah. Okay. And to talk about video games, do you think video games are bad for overall health, guys? No. No. So, how so? Why do you guys think that? Well, because it it really all depends on the person. Like, each person is different. They're not exactly the same. Like, one person can blame video games for them not being able to focus and for them getting distracted. While others can say that they play video games, but they also stay on task. It all just depends on if the person can make themselves focus and if they can organize their thoughts in a way to where they can say, I play games for this song and then I work for this song. Mm-hmm. And do you think this relates to how some video games are related to religion and culture? Some people have... No, you can go. So, some people have their ideals, because some people think that I've met before, from my own, like, personal experience, there's this um, one parent that thinks that uh, Marvel characters are, like, the devil's toys or something like that, Mm -hmm. and so she won't really let her child do that because of her belief, so it, I mean, it generally, like, Depends on the person and the thoughts. But I don't really think. Yeah, it's. So, what were you gonna say, JD? Well, it all depends on religion. Like, like uh, God of War talks about it's like Greek, right? God of War is Greek, and um, Call of mm-hmm. Duty. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Call of Duty is more about like war and um, guns and violence. Yeah. But that's basically with every game. Like, you will not find one game that has at least a violent thing in it. Okay, and so for video games, you think it attracts more younger people? Yes, people? it attracts a lot more younger people. Like Most definitely. Well, actually, some games attract younger people, but then there are other games that kind of attract older people. I know. Not, not because, like, it's less fun or anything. It's because, like, PR... So... A person's brain changes through a stage of development. When you're a kid, your brain is somewhat dumb. Like you don't know as much as you you don't know as much as you would need to know. While as to when you grow up, you get experience and you're you somewhat mature. And there are some games that need that that needs that level of maturity. There are some games that are just complicated to the point where you need to be at that level of maturity to be able to play it. And do you think this affects how whoever plays video games will make goals in life? Well, yes, 
because um, if a person who plays video games really, really likes to play the video games, they might make their goals to be like a video game designer or a beta tester or yeah, yeah, working on the servers that video games host, right? So, while a person who plays games but doesn't really have a passion for them might go into, let's say, business or yeah. trading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of YouTubers that make a living off of it. Okay, and so moving on to our next question, which is, are TV shows today offensive? Do you guys think that as well, that TV shows are offensive? It depends on the show. And it depends on the person. So you think... Depending on who watches them, they won't get offended by the yeah, content. Because yeah. different people get offended by different things. Like, let's say um, the, there's a TV show that somewhat mocks religion. Mm -hmm. Then a person who worships God to an extreme level yeah, yeah. might get offended through that TV show. Mm -hmm. While a person who, like, yes, worships God but isn't. That attached to the religion might like give a little laugh here and there. So it's more, it's easier to say that it impacts those who the TV show is trying to mock, right? Yes. So what about you, JD? Do you think some TV shows are offensive as well? Yes. In what <laughs> sense? How can you describe it? Uh, South Park is offensive towards race, culture, and most of the and most of these society. And do you think shows like this like are okay to watch because they're entertainment? They're entertainment, or they should be. Well, it depends made. on the uh, person that watches it. If like a per if the person that watches the show is really into their own race and religion, then yeah, they should not be watching it, but they're not not much into it, and they're like uh, careless, mm -hmm. and just like want to watch something funny, then yeah, they should watch it. And they should have the enough maturity to tolerate it. And yeah. you think that um, what if the shows include things like racial slurs? Should the shows then, even if the shows are funny then, should they still be made? No. Mm -hmm. No. If it, if it shows a racial, if it has a racial slur in it, or like a, anything that is towards race, and yeah, it has to be uh, taken off the air and uh, removed completely. Yeah. Or at least that episode. Like, let's say that, that this TV show has a history of being good. Like, yes, it makes fun of race, but it's like making it fun of, making, making it, make, making fun of it in like a fun way, not like, trying to offend people on purpose. But then they come out with that one episode that has that racial slur. Like, maybe they could just give rid of that episode, not the entire series. Mm. But can, can you agree that it affects the mental health of everyone? For sure. Yeah. So, also how they make goals and everything, like, they might feel more offended and their goal might be to... Yeah, for end. sure. TV, show can, TV shows can have that effect on people where like at one point you could like you could still care about your race but then this tv show comes out and it's completely mocking your race mm -hmm. so then you become like an activist of you, for your race yeah yeah i can totally see that okay and for our next question we're going to discuss the stanford prison experiments can you describe that Anna? 
Well, what it basically is, is that in Stanford University, a professor in psychology named Philip Sambardo wanted to research the effects on humans mm -hmm. and the mental health when the people that were involved in the experiment turned into a prisoner in a guard relationship. And the goal was to study and uh, how they would conform to those roles and how they would act without nobody telling them what to do. And at the end, when everything was over, um, so you guys recording? Mm -hmm. Who's your teacher? Douglas. Sorry, Mr. Douglas. It's, it's Roar's fault. Um, Sorry. The, in, in short, the experiment had to be cut short because of the mental abuse that the prisoners were experimenting and how the guards were like abusing them so bad that it actually the guards weren't allowed to do physical abuse, but mental abuse. Well, mental yeah. like yeah, but that no physical abuse like I don't know how to describe it, but like it's just mental abuse. Yeah. Okay. So what do you what are your thoughts on this experiment, guys? Uh, I think. Well, nowadays, I, I think it's inhumane of, of what they're doing. Totally. Like, well, yes, it was for psychology research. It was still, like, those people suffered long time, uh, long time effects from it. Yeah, so why do you think the prison guards that weren't obligated to do all this mental abuse, why do you think they were... Inclined well, to abuse well, them because the prison guards, like if you give someone power, it's a certain amount of power. It's gonna go to their head. They're gonna think that oh, I can do this to them because they're just numbers. Mm -hmm. They they don't have names and like they, they weren't specifically told that they had to just call them numbers. Yeah, but that's what they. That's what the brains thought that they should do. And as they did this more and more, they became sort of like second nature to them. And it just, and it just sort of uh, just clicked inside them. Oh, I have to be mean to these people. Or, oh, I have to do this to this guy. What do you think, J.D., about, these about this experiment? It was bad to the people. Do you think it affected... Everybody involved in the experiment, how they set goals in their life, and how. Yes, it affected them completely. Some of them actually went mad because mm -hmm. of it. Some of them went mad. Some of them committed suicide, and. Uh, and so. So it could affect their mental health and their um, the way they are. Yeah. Okay, and. Moving on to our last question, we're going to, well, not so question, but discussion, we're going to discuss the Milgram experiments, which was basically after World War II and the Nazi generals that were persecuted and taken to trial, um, they were questioned about why they did all their horrible crimes. And one of the famous responses was Otto, 
Adolf Eichmann's response who said that he was just following orders. And Stanley Milgram wanted to see if people were actually willing to kill other people out of obedience. So he conducted the experiment where the experimenter pushed the subject to shock a person every time they answered a question wrong. And in all the cases, 67% of the subjects shocked their testy the highest min the highest maximum volta- voltage so this just goes to show how much people will do what they have to do if they're ordered to do it so what did this make you think of guys mm. like did you think it was wrong that he did this how was how does this well, contrast to the Stanford experiment I feel like it was kind of worse because the Stanford experiment, they they had like little to no influence on that. Mm-hmm. But in this one, they they had they had the conscious decision to tell these people, yeah, just keep shocking them, or yeah, just keep doing this. Well, yes, I don't. Well, there was the point. There's something to point out is that the te- the person who was being shocked wasn't actually being shocked. They were just an actor. It was just acting. So, and while, yes, there were no real casualties, yeah. that, um, it was still, like, it had effects on these people, too. Like, they also probably suffered long-term effects from this experiment, too. Okay, so what do you... I agree. How so, Anna? How, why do you agree? Because even if it was acting, maybe the people didn't know it was acting. Mm-hmm. So, with that in mind, and with all the shocking, quote-unquote, that happened and all the things that happened to them, like Jesse said, it had mental effects on them. So, I totally agree with what he said. So, you guys agree that it affects the subjects, how they thought, how their mental health. Yes. And how they would set goals later, like. Yes, because they will have trust issues with people that are going on. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, we'll take a break and we'll see you in a minute. talk about the deep dive topics and we're gonna talk further in depth about the question does age matter so like I asked y'all previously do you guys think it's better to date a younger person or an older person like I said before it's more based on your preferences but you also have to choose wisely on what's gonna benefit you because let's say you can get an older guy to date, for example, if you're a girl, mm-hmm. he can 
like, let's say he tries to do stuff without your consent. That's like, like sexual abuse right there, kind of. He tries to touch you or do things inappropriately, sexually, um, for an older guy. Well, there's some that are like that, and there's others that aren't like that. But it's just an in-case scenario. Okay, so nowadays, do you guys agree that it's more normal? It's normalized to do something like this, or it's still something you see that's rare? Nowadays, it's kind of getting normal, I guess, the way, of, the way that we're being, like, the way men are being treated by older people or trying to go for younger ones. Yeah, because you definitely see more of, like, a, um, more like people dating people that are, like, you don't really see people dating within their age range much. Like, you see people dating either older or younger men, whether even, whether it be by, like, a year or, like, three years. So, an example of this that Anna S. had brought up before was... J-Lo, she's a celebrity who tends to date very younger guys. Can you expand on this, Anna? Well, previously, she dated a baseball player. She's around her 50s, and he's, like, around his late 20s. And she, so I guess she Thank just you. likes to she likes to date uh, younger guys, I guess, for a healthy. Well, I actually don't know how she is, but I just know that, like, she dates younger guys. Mm-hmm. And... What if both parties consent, like, both parties say yes, is that okay then? Like, if, even if someone is older than them? I think that yeah. since they consent, then it's, uh, it'd be alright because that means they're taking responsibility for whatever happens. Mm-hmm. And that instance of, like, let's say, um, like, y'all do something risky and y'all... Don't use protection, and the next day she ends up pregnant. Then that form of consent means that you want that you take responsibility for that, and that you know it wasn't forced. So, so a point that had been brought up by JD earlier was the Texas Romeo and Juliet law, which states that uh, someone who is 17 can consent to being with someone older than them as long as they're Um, under 20. The Romeo and Juliet law states that if you are over the legal age limit of 18, then you can date someone that is at least three years younger than you. Okay. But nothing further than three years. Okay, so... Do you guys think that it's okay as long as someone prefers dating someone older than them? It depends on the age the uh, age difference, in my opinion. How does... How do they impact the world around us? What do you guys think? It's become, um, like J.D. said, it's become more of a normal thing. So people are getting used to it. Not like back then what they thought it was forbidden and not right. So do you think that if someone like an influencer did something like dating a person that is younger, older than themselves, do you think then it would become more common? Yes, it would be yes. way common. 
Because then people would want to be like said influence, like he would influence people to want to like be like him. So then they'd be like dating people that are younger than them. So, talk, moving on to our next topic about video games. Do you think that video games make some of us think that they're a happy place? Like, they're definitely a place of comfort for some people. Yeah, yeah for be. some people, yeah. But yeah. for other people, it can be like... Um, for some people, it can be like... They it relieves stress. Like there's just one game where the way they pitched, they way they they pitched it to like me was that someone said that if you're like having a stressful day, then or like you have anger, or like you're holding in anger, mm-hmm. this game like it allows you to release that anger in a way of like you go in, you do certain missions, you kill enemies and. You leave. And in a way, that's a form of relieving anger on things that is harmless and that doesn't hurt people around you. Okay, what were you going to say, Jeff? JD? Well, it's a bit of the same thing. Okay, so how? How? So, how does. it relates to what I was gonna say because most people do find comfort in it. They find uh, they find relief and playing some games. Most of the time, they find more anger. In it. Mm-hmm. Some of the people that play games, such as like um, mind games, it could um, help them with the with the world, like how to uh, reorganize or do something like that to make it some room or a area complete. Other games are like um, stress relievers, like uh, Call of Duty. You can release your anger out on that one. Warframe. Warframe, too. Fortnite, you could get more anger from it, too. Mm -hmm. So how does this relate to religion and culture and how people are going to view video games? Uh, God of War can relate to it because, like, God of War is like a cruising game. You get to walk anywhere you want. Well, not anywhere. You go out to certain areas you want, anywhere you want, and you can have, like, a nice time. You can see, like, a great view from a game. Uh-huh. And it can help out with just that. And religion-wise, religion, religion, religion wise, it's a Greek religion. So if the Greek, Greek people, mm-hmm. I don't know what you call them, uh, take offense to that, then it, it's their religion. They have, they have the right to take offense to it. But if they don't take offense to it and they actually like the game, then... They could enjoy the game while they could enjoy it. And there's also some games that like sort of create their own religion inside the game, mm-hmm. and like you follow that religion, that religious path. Like I believe in Warframe, there are four different little schools that act like religions for your. No, there's like five different schools that act like religions for your little town character and. Uh, the more you progress, the more of that religion or school that is um, that you do. So there are some games that like they don't fully like they don't put in religions that already exist. They make up their own religion so that they can not like mock religion, but like just they show that they are somewhat similar. 
similar. Yeah, it's just like with Skyrim too. Skyrim is like a game that evolves in the past, such as like the uh, the Dark Age, the Iron Age, the Stone. Uh, well, not the Stone Age completely. But yeah, it evolves with those. <clears throat> like uh, like in some ways, it can help you out gain more knowledge about like the types of power you could use against the other enemy, the weaknesses, their strengths. You could try to help, help out yourself in the home game, but also learn a couple things, how to be like a good friend, good have a good allies, know when to talk, when not to talk. And um, it can help you out with like communication most of the time too. So these points are related because they impact the way someone bases their decisions and at their core, they're both controversial. But how can you guys say that they relate? Well, nowadays, sometimes, People like to date through video games. Um, it's, like it's like a very, it's like very Okay, what were you gonna say, JD? Let's combine two. Let's combine the uh, the dating portion and the gaming portion because there are people that like to date during video through, through video games. And there's some people that like try to make a friend out of it, but some people don't really realize it, and they just they think that they're trying to give it them. So. You could say that a person will try to get someone younger or older through them through video games, and in that way, they play video games more often. Yeah. Plus, mo- um, and mo- most of the time, there are people that will try to um, that would be like way older than their the age that they say they are, and try to date someone very young. I uh, encountered this so many times, but uh, I had dealt with it on my own. I didn't report it to the police or anything. I just dealt with it on my own. Okay. And does this impact the world around us? How yes, do you think? it's impacting For us. For sure, it can be good and bad, but maybe someone could actually find love on it. But it's majority bad because it, it gives people who, who want to sort of like older people, it gives older like people that want to like not date people, like they want to date really young people. It, it gives them that chance to do that. And also, it could help out with people's like uh, communication skills. Most people actually look for friends on it too. And um, I had read this one time that a, fr- a guy was playing a video game, and he found a guy, a different guy, playing the same game, and they got had a little connection to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, years later, they started conti- they continued playing, and they had a lot of fun together. And then, uh, like, um, they both found. They were so good friends that they met up in real life, in person, and they were not what they expected. But they they still became good friends and everything. So, moving to our call of action, what do you guys think you could say about, what can you guys do right now to help or harm this topic in real life? Would um, you help the topic of age matters or would you harm it? I'll help it. I'd help it. What do you think about Anna? And where do you guys think you can go in order to improve the way people see it? You could go to a friend, go to a teacher, and go to like uh, any any adult that you could trust. But most of the time, it's mainly with friends they could go to to help and get some help or uh, find help. So for video games, would you harm or help the topic? Um, I would a little bit of both. <laughs> a little bit of both for me. Both, why? Uh, because like you can help it, you can 
like uh, uh, the reason why I'll help it is uh, you can find like have more friends, get people to be involved in one game or do another game, and uh, you can harm it by uh, finding the ones that are like trying to get with younger people and confront them about it instead of like watching sitting back and watching them do something that will probably harm this person's life. For sure. And where do you guys think you can go in order to talk about it? Improve? Friends. Friends, Friends, family, teachers, counselors. Any adult or any person that you can trust is a person that you'd probably go to. Mm -hmm. Well, guys, I think that concludes our podcast forever. (laughs) Forever.